guys, what's going on? Welcome in again to another edition of The Voice of Camp Nathaniel, and I am Stephen Bell, and with me, at least for the first few episodes anyway, I don't know how long it's going to be just me and you, but as of right now, it's me and you, and, 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 and who is you? This, this is Lee Sharp. <laughs> good to see you, man. How are you? Doing good. That's good. That's good. You know, we, uh, we get to come in here twice a month, and we get to have some fun, and and really just kind of talk about what's going on at the mission, talk uh, talk about some in-depth studies from God's Word. It, it, it's been good. It's been really good so far. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, and we've, uh, we're have we mixing into the, the mission today by bringing in a guest. We are. We are. We You know, one, one of the things that we thought would be really, really beneficial would be for everybody who listens to the podcast that you would be able to get to know a little bit um, of, of the mission members, because maybe you're here on campus, maybe you see them out and about, maybe you've talked to them in person from time to time, uh, maybe you see them out in the community, um, or maybe you're really far from here and you want to know who's at the mission, because the truth is, Lee, even you and I mm-hmm. are brand new members to the mission. It's very true. You know, we've only been here for like a year. Yeah, and the mission's been here for, um, this is the 90, 91st year. 1932 is how long the mission's been around, so we are approaching a 100 years and you know staff changes quite often none of us really have lived that long Mm -hmm. um and uh but the thing about it is just in the past five years alone the amount of new people that have come into camp has been just crazy i mean we're 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 right now at a full-time staff of almost like 30 people so we figured you know what would be a really really good idea Let's get to know some of our mission members. About maybe about every three months, we throw in an interview with one of our mission members, and we're doing that for the first time today. I say that's why we've got an extra guy at the table here. That is, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for those of you who are listening anyway, uh, man, we're happy to have uh, somebody who has become a a good good friend. I almost said decent, but but I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that at good, man, because because I believe that. Uh, Lee, who's in who's in the studio with us? We have William Gilbert. William Gilbert. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Oh man, I'm also new at yeah, camp. You're, all three of us are new. We're all new. You're newer than than we are. I'm a month after you, and Lee's a month after me. So so in this room right now, as we're starting this, all of us in this room have been here just over a year. That's correct. Wow. And know. and they're giving us free reign. <laughs> and you have me going on first. <laughs> I know. What's going on, man? This is crazy. This is to help build confidence in us, clearly. Is that is that what it is? Oh. Okay. We just get we just get the new guys in there and we see what they let's put the new guys behind some microphones, let them have free reign to a worldwide audience and see what happens. I don't know if that's the best idea or not, but hey, I appreciate the confidence they have in us. They really do. They do, don't they? So so far so good. So far, yeah, no. William, no pressure. We'll see short if I want that last. <laughs> hey, um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna Lee's got so, some so question we'll, for us to kind of guide our conversation. So let's throw it over to him. So, so we'll jump in here originally, William. So where are you where are you from originally? Uh I'm from a small town in ne- about thirty five miles west of Chicago. From Chicago. Yeah, from Chicago. From a town west of Chicago. West of Chicago. That's like correct. saying that's like saying, well, do you know where Emelina is? Well well, you know where yeah. Hazard is right. <laughs> or you know where Pikeville is, you know. If you know where Wheaton or Naperville is, there you go. That's about the area I'm from. So and, and I and I know this about William because I've gotten to travel with him a lot here in the past year or so. So so I know that he's he's a big sports fan. I am. And Chicago is is not hurting in regards to their number of sports teams that they have. That's true. So, but, but I mean, I I do like Chicago sports, but 
I heard not he, all of them. I heard he likes the Cubs. No, do not like <laughs> the Cubs. That's the one team in Chicago I do not like I, at all. I had to bring that up because I know he can't <laughs> know. stand the We're Cubs. trying to bring people no. together on this no. podcast. Uh, we are? Okay. Well, <laughs> now, we're, now we're talking about sports teams. Like, okay, now we're just going to start. Uh, so, okay, so from, from Chicago, so we, we've got a lot to talk about here in a little bit as to how you came here and, and you know, what, aside, uh, not aside from, but in kind of detail how the sovereignty of God brought you here. But, uh, but I, I think we're starting with, let, let's, let's find out how you came to Christ from, yeah. from the get-go. What's the, the salvation question? Salvation question. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, I was raised in a, in a Catholic home. I'm the ninth youngest of ten children. I have a twin brother who's number 10 and uh, basically grew up, you know, we were very, we were a very faithful Catholic family, but on Sundays, but Monday through Saturday, we were not what you would consider a faithful Catholic family. Gotcha. Um, I mean, we all believe and most of my brothers and sisters still believe, but they don't, it really wasn't a obedience thing. Growing up, I wasn't sure what I believed wrestled with it for a long time um but then when i was maybe 16 17 years old i uh well i was a little younger actually then i met these two brothers they started inviting me to go to their church uh mostly to play basketball and go to their youth group and it was the first time i really was introduced to the idea of salvation or grace or you know true hope in jesus it was more you know, you hope that you get into heaven, but maybe when you catch God on a good day when you die or mm-hmm. or your good works outweigh your bad works. And, you know, it was based on that. It had nothing to do with Jesus as much as it had to do with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so at this church, I was introduced to the idea that it had to do with Jesus. And for many years that I wrestled with it, I thought that didn't make sense. It didn't have, it didn't really click. But then I went on a, a retreat in D.C. in 1991 and uh, uh, in, got uh, introduced to some new ideas with it. Not not new ideas, but just things I hadn't heard before. And uh, witnessed a few a video by Michael W. Smith, and it rocked my world. And and on the way home on July thirty first, nineteen ninety one, at two thirty a.m. at a gas station in Ohio, I got saved. That's awesome. I think it's Ohio. Is Ohio? I always get confused. Is Ohio or Iowa? Between us and D.C. Well, it's actually north of us. Well, oh, I'm sorry, north. Sorry, not between us, but between Illinois. Between Chicago and between D.C. Chicago that, that's and D.C. Ohio. That's Ohio. And so it is Ohio. Okay. Yeah, I was, for go. some reason, I always think it's Iowa, but it is Ohio. So at 2.30 Iowa's in that part of the land that no one ever goes to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, no, I'm just So kidding. I was on this. kidding. We love you, Ohio. We love you. We love you. <laughs> Did I say Ohio or Idaho? We love both of you. We no, Idaho? You were talking about Iowa. I'm oh. on the other end of the United States right yeah. now. All right. Yeah. Never mind. Let's That's keep okay. going. So I was on a bus driving home talking to one of those two friends who happened to be with me, and uh, he couldn't answer my questions. I've always been a deep thinker. Mm-hmm. Everything has to make sense logically to me, and he could not figure out how to answer my questions. We were on a bus with, like, 40 kids, some from our church, some from other churches. And we, it was 2.30 in the morning, and I, he, he didn't know how to answer my, my questions. And so we stopped at a gas station and uh, to get gas, obviously. And he runs and tells the youth pastor that you know, he needed to talk to this guy. I don't know what he's asking. And I don't remember what he said. It just, it just started making sense. 
Yeah. And I was at a, it was actually at a gas, sta- gas station, uh, concretes, one of those, those blocks that they put by the, the gas station, the tank, so the trucks, semis don't so run don't into the gas them, yeah. tank. And I just literally was leaning on it and prayed to receive Christ. And, and you were how old? 18. 18 years old. Just man. graduated from high school. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That is amazing. So, yeah, it was a month after I graduated. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, and and then I mean a lot a lot of people can't pinpoint the the day and uh, the day, yeah. but can't even but certainly can't pinpoint the time. Yeah, I know but, the exact time and that that's awesome. Yeah, I mean that's I really had cool. I had truthfully I had prayed to receive Christ twice before. Yeah, but truthfully I didn't really know what it meant, and it really didn't had no change in my life. Mm-hmm. And really, the first time was because one of those two friends asked me, yep, if I ever did, and I didn't want to lose the friendship, so I just prayed with him. And really, it didn't mean nothing. He thought I was saved, but I, truthfully, I, it was no change. So, I mean, it may have been salvation then, but I truly don't believe so because I really mm-hmm. believe it was that day on July 31st. Awesome. Good deal. And now, you're you're not 18 anymore. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong there? I, sometimes <laughs> I act like I'm 18, but I'm not. <laughs> so so you, so no longer eighteen. You've been you've been saved for a, for a good while now. Thirty two yeah. years. Thirty two years, man. Thirty two wow. years in July. Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Lee, where are we going from here? I know. So now we got the next big question. Um, big now that question. we now that we've got the salvation question out of the way. Um, wait, 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 what what Michael W. Smith thing were you were you listening? Uh, what, Secret ambition. I remember that song. It was a very graphic. I just remember sitting there watching this, and it was a very graphic depiction of what Jesus literally went through. Yeah. And I started remembering, uh, I started thinking about it, thinking like how, um, if this is truly what Jesus went through and this is truly what Christians claim he went through, Mm -hmm. how can Christians who say they believe this not literally follow this and believe it to the core? And at first I was like, I don't think I can. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that's when some of the questions I was asking my friend in the bus, like, I don't see Christians living for Christ the way Christ lived for me. Yeah. And yeah. so it so it was a lot of those questions started coming out, and he didn't know how to answer them. Which, oh wow! Which honestly, I don't know if I could either. Yeah. But, oh yeah. So. All right. Sorry. Sorry, Michael no, W. No, Smith no, got no, me off track no, there no, for no. a second. And, so. and those questions are Michael good things. You say yeah. thrown out to the listeners there. Jesus will meet you at two thirty in the morning at a That's gas right, station, man. and That's right. he is most definitely not afraid of your questions. So, touche. Just a no. small little plug there. All right. Sorry to interrupt you. Oh, I just figured that yeah, might no. be uh, so, about to add that in there. We're up near Chicago. Mm-hmm. You're living up there for a good long time. Mm-hmm. How'd you end up here? That's. That's that's the other question because Camp Nathaniel is um, not Chicago. Is not Chicago. <laughs> it is. It is. It is a good little drive down here. Um, and drive, after yeah. you get out of the 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 flatlands and the the rolling hills, then you go into the mountain. Like we're, you got to trek through some places. So the question is: Is how did you get here? Well, it's actually a really good question. I, uh, and I mean, what Stephen said, it is not just. I mean, obviously, it's the sovereignty of God, but it's an interesting story of how. It even worked. Uh, even when I got saved, I always had just instant desire to know the word and study the word, meditate on the word, preach the gospel. In fact, after six months of getting saved, I had the opportunity of leading somebody to Christ, and I didn't oh, even wow. know what I was doing. And I was with a guy who was raised in the church, and he didn't know how to do it, so I kind of had to do it. So it was 
Um, so I always got thrown right into it and I, you know, I'm very happy about it. But, uh, and I was, I don't know how many years, maybe 16 years ago, I happened to be unemployed and, uh, there was some family friends at my home church that wanted to go, they were homeschooling their kids and they wanted to go on a homeschool. They wanted to go on a missions trip as a family. And I was mentoring and discipling one of their, their oldest son. And they're like, Hey, why don't you come with? And it was like a last minute thing, like, like two days before. And I was like, well, I'm unemployed. <laughs> I, I got nothing, I got nothing I else to do. find a free I mean, day in my schedule. I'm getting paid unemployment at the time. So why not? And so I went and, and I instantly fell in love with the mission. And uh, so, where did they take you to? Oh, dig us to Camp Nathaniel. All right, sorry, okay. sorry. I probably should have said that. That's a good point. Uh, I was like, they could have been taking a mission trip. Well, anyway, we actually went to the, we went to the Ark first. Okay. Oh, I didn't have the Ark then. It was just the Creation Museum then. But yeah, okay, we yep. went there first, and then uh, we came down, and it actually worked out really well with that because I knew somebody who had could get us free tickets into the Creation Museum, so we there only got go. them for free. But um, so. So I was here for a couple of days and really fell in love with what they were, what Cam Nathaniel does and what we do. And, and I remember sitting up uh, just outside by the people listening may not know where this is, but I had AT&T service and you really don't get AT&T service very well here. Really? Really. That's yeah, really. So <laughs> I found one spot where I got a half a bar and I had to make a quick call and I got on the phone and it was over by the pool up on the hill. And I just remember, I may start crying, but. I just remember praying and just looking at the mountains and going, gosh, Lord, I would love to live here. Mm-hmm. I would love to serve here. But I was like, Lord, I don't know if it's your will. And I said, but if it's not your will, maybe you could change it. Who would know? And this, this like, is we'll when you came the first time, us. right? First yeah. time. Yeah, okay. First time I was here. It was like four days in or something. Yeah. And, uh, and I came a year later uh, with some to Outdoor Ed again. And at the time I pursued it, but there was a lot of things – I was dealing with back home and, and, uh, it just, it didn't work out mm-hmm. and it was, didn't, it didn't happen. And so, um, and did you say when this was, what year this was? Well, it had to be about 16 years ago. So I don't remember the exact year for sure, but, okay. um, we're in 2023. So, well, 07, 08, 08. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Um, and so I basically just kind of gave up on it. I was like, well, it's not going to happen, but, but what I was going to say is I, even from when I got saved, I always wanted to do, I always considered myself in full-time ministry, whatever I did, mm-hmm. never went to college, but I, I always thought my job is my mission field. I'm going to be a missionary wherever I am. Um, I worked at grocery stores, man, you know, management stuff. And I always was always trying to witness to people mm-hmm. and, um, almost lost my job. In fact, a couple of times because my bosses threatened to fire me and I'm like, Go ahead, fire me. I'm not stopping. Yeah. Um, so, um, and so, so then fast forward, uh, I, I kept coming back for different missions trips down here and doing other missions trips all around the United States. And, and then I came back here three years ago on a missions trip and uh, to do some work at uh, one of the local churches in the area and, and uh, met the new mission director, Josh, and connected and we had like this long 45 minute conversation but uh it's kind of funny the whole thing is actually kind of funny because i really just we were just talking about discipleship and what he did to disciple what i did to disciple and uh but in the back of my mind i was thinking you know because rick franklin had told him that i wanted to talk to him Mm -hmm. and i thought 
he had mentioned that I wanted to join the mission because I really was thinking about it again when I came back, but he never brought it up. And through this whole conversation, I'm like thinking, is he going to ask me about the mission? Is this how they interview down here? I don't know what's going on here. And then at the very end of the conversation, I just said, can I ask you a question to Josh? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, I really enjoyed our conversation, but I really thought we were going to talk about me joining the mission. And he's like, wait, you want to join the mission? I had no idea. <laughs> And then, so then we had a good laugh about <laughs> Rick Franklin, who introduced us to us, because we both thought that we both knew, but neither <laughs> one no was clue, so, yeah. no clue. And so, uh, we also love you, Rick. Yeah, we do <laughs> yes, love you, yes, Rick. Yes, I love Rick sure. Franklin dearly. And we love Ohio uh, and Illinois. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, and yes. Idaho and, and Iowa yeah, and, and all those other ones that I mentioned Kentucky, earlier. too. We love Kentucky, yeah. too. Yeah. So, so it, then the process started. I applied in d- November of. 21 and mm-hmm. got accepted in 22 and started raising support in July and was fully funded by October. Yep. And then God sold my house and I came down February of 22. Nice. I couldn't be happier. Well, I shouldn't say that. I could be happier. I don't know, but but <laughs> so far so good. I love I love it here. Yeah. I'm just very happy that God allowed me to come. Well, well, hey, we've we've got about probably about five more minutes here. Let's uh, let's hit on a few more things before we uh, before we wrap it up here in just a little bit. So I was going to ask what God has given you a heart for, but you've kind of answered some of that there with discipleship. Um, anything else you want to throw into that? Well, I mean, I've or, al- or maybe what are you excited about here at the mission? Throw some of that well, in there too. Well, truthfully, I've always, I've ever since I can remember, I've had a passion for young people. I've had a, I can connect with young people really well. I love to disciple young people. I especially love it when they come to realize something that they, that they learned that maybe they don't even know that I helped them along and they just think, realize it. And I just kind of smile because I just think it's so cool. Mm-hmm. But I just love seeing helping men, young men become fully committed followers of Jesus. I've always mostly high school, some middle school, and really technically any age under high school, even college. Yeah. But God's given me a real passion for it. But um, lately, as I've gotten older, though, I really feel God's even given me a passion for adults as well, for men who who maybe aren't discipling their youth. And and so um, we just recently kind of started a new ministry, or, or I helped. I'm helping start a new ministry here to, that'll center around men's ministry, helping men to become disciple makers for their home, including this type of stuff that you're doing, Stephen, with nonstop families. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of thing like that, but directly just at men. Yeah, yeah, so, and I mean that's something I'm excited about, man. I really am. I'm excited to see how that comes to fruition, and uh, and we're, and we're gonna we're you know we're gonna be we're gonna be talking about that more. Uh, we're actually gonna talk about that more in a in a later episode that we we'll, we're gonna have you back for and go into more detail as far as that goes. Because we've uh, got some events coming up, but we'll save that for for yeah. later on. There, we've got some men's events coming up. Other question that I mm-hmm. want to throw out here, and this is more on the, because it, it's got it's two questions, but you can tie them together of all these things. So however you want to to wrap them together, um, but this is something that we're gonna at least I'm gonna try to make sure that we are asking all of our different missionaries and whatnot. Is that uh, what book of the Bible have you been reading recently? And then the tie-in question with that is, what has God been teaching you recently? Um, well. So I jump around a lot when I read the Bible. I don't, uh, I do try to read through a book or whatever, but like right now I'm reading through Joshua. Just I'm just kind of reading through Joshua because I like the, the history of it. But yeah. in the, what I, 
with some of the stuff in my ministry I'm doing, I'm also I'm going to be teaching a thing about Gideon. So I've been really studying on Gideon and and how Gideon had no no choice but to trust God when God brought it down to 300 men against mm-hmm. the Midianite army and whatever the other two armies are. I don't remember their names. And they were way, way outnumbered. And the only way you can get through that is to trust God. And I've had some situations in my life where I've had no choice but to trust God. And we don't have time to talk about that right now. But... Um, but so, but but not only that, I've also been studying through First Peter a lot, and and uh, I just love the idea that Christ is our living hope. So like, in when I first began talking about my my struggles at Catholic, the Catholic Church, was there was no no assurance. Mm-hmm. You know, you hope it was kind of like you hope it doesn't rain tomorrow. You hope, you know, you hope you know Christmas you get the present you want, but there was no assurance of that. And my salvation was the same way there was no hope it was more of it was well the way they put it was the hope was that you like i said you caught god in a good day or that you didn't that your good deeds outweighed your bad deeds and that was your hope and so when i got saved i would hear this word hope over and over again and i would argue with people i said no no that's not the right word you we got to come up with a different word because it doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. hope is an assurance but it took me many years as a christian to wrestle through it and then to come across first Peter that the reason our hope is assurance is because our hope is in a living hope. Our hope is alive. It's Christ. He's alive. The hope that I had before was in myself and, and not in God. And so uh, I've had the opportunity to teach on it a few times lately. And I just can't stop thinking about it recently. It's just been on my mind. I keep going back to reading it and, and just because even in the beginning of that passage, it talks about that, we have an uh, inheritance that is uh, undefiled, unfading, and um, there's another word, unword in there. I can't remember the word off the top of my head, but mm. but the, the the inheritance is a guarantee. Yeah, unlike the inheritance that I thought I would have had if I, like I said, maybe out did did something to make God happy, when reality as I couldn't, in that sense. Yeah, man. Well, well, listen, man. On uh, you know, as far as as far as I'm concerned, and and I think I speak for a lot of people here. And man, we're 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 very thankful to God for bringing you here, and uh, and we're excited Thanks. to see what He's going to do through you. Um, it, it's just exciting. It's so exciting to see how from all over the nation, God is bringing people from so many different walks of life to here in Southeast Kentucky to make an impact for the gospel in the lives of so many so many people. And uh, so yeah, man, we're gonna we're gonna kind of call this one a wrap. Uh, William, thanks for sitting in with us, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yes, indeed. So um, stick around. We got more to talk about here in just a second about some uh, goings on at camp. Do we not? We do. Yeah, lots of activities. So much stuff, man. All right, William. Thanks again. All right. Now, we've entered this part of the program now where we're going to be talking about some different ministries and events that are happening here at Camp Nathaniel. And we have got a big one coming up with the Women's Retreat. Yeah, man. It's going to be huge. It is. Even bigger than it has in the past because now we're getting into, like, it's like a... I think it's a Friday and a Saturday. Uncharted territory. Uncharted territory. And so we have... (laughs) We have brought a guest in to talk about this. We have, and and someone who knows way more about this than we do. You know, I hope so. 
<laughs> Abby Stanley has joined us, everybody, yeah. to uh, talk about our women's retreat coming up in right, right at a month. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very excited. This is very new to us at camp. So we've never done anything that had women overnight at camp before. So we're very excited. This has been years in the making. Yeah. A lot of prayer behind this one. So. Yeah, it's it's oh man, we're we're excited. It's uh, it's it's really really cool to see uh, kind of where this ministry has come and and where where it's going. God is God is greatly mm. blessing it. So, uh, Lee, so, what so, questions do so we have for Abby? So we'll jump in here. Um, I know that it's somewhat new, uncharted territory, but if as our listeners are listening in and all that sort of thing, we're like, well, what, what does that even look like? What is it? What does it mean to come to a, a women's retreat at Camp Nathaniel? Like, yeah, are, are you coming to what happens? So, um, well, it's kind of like a lot of the retreats we do at camp. We um, will invite everybody over on Friday night and uh, come and register, eat dinner together. All the good food that you expect at Camp Nathaniel, we're going to enjoy together. Um, we'll have some activities geared toward women Mm -hmm. so not as much the uh, nine square and the (laughs) gaga pit but (laughs) i want to see all the women in the gaga pit that's what i want to see (laughs) we thought we talked about that for just a minute and then and then we stopped (laughs) but this this is going on april the 14th and 15th 14th and 15th so saturday is going to be an all day we'll have um our speaker is celia jimenez somebody that um, anybody familiar with camp would probably recognize her name. She's been on campus an awful she'll, lot. She'll do a great job. Yeah, she oh, really will. Yeah, we're excited. And our theme is rooted the gospel in the everyday, and that's part of why we ended up with Celia is just mm. her passion for how the gospel changes who we are mm-hmm. and how it impacts the way we live. Just in the normal everyday activities, is her passion for that is so strong that. She came to the forefront of our minds. You know, we, we can get lost in what seems like the mundane quite a bit, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, everyday life is and 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 yet God gets great glory even in the mundane things of our lives. And uh, man, I, that, that's great. I'm excited about that. Um, so, yeah. Um, Say so we've got this. I'm trying to think now we've come on. We get, oh, we get the, they're going to have to register. They can't just yes. show up for this yes. thing. Absolutely. So. It, it does require a little bit of organization. So. Yes. So if you need to register, if you'd like to come, you have to register. <laughs> to register, you go to our website, campnathaniel.a or a, what is it? O-R-G. Come on. I'm, I'm, come on. You got it. Let's it's go. It's O-R-G. It's not <laughs> .com. O-R-G. Go on there and on the adults tab, you go down and you've got the women's ministry and there's a registration button right there. Fill in all of the information um, and we will be prepared to... Have a wonderful time. I'm very excited. Oh, it's going to be great. We're talking, uh, you know, times of worship. you got breakout sessions, I think, yes, are happening do. as well. So, so exciting. Man, it's, yeah, it's going to yeah. be an absolutely awesome time. To, to add a little bit of pressure to the the people that are registering. Yeah. Obviously, this is going to be a very popular event. And yes. though camp does have a lot of places to stay, it's going to fill up quick. It'll be so, very fast. So I'm, I'm telling you right now. If you're if you're driving, I don't know, pull off to the side of the road and like like start <laughs> registering right n- register right now. Yeah, don't like, wait another second. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And speaking of registration, um, is there a fee going on with all that? Yes, there is a fee. Gotcha. You've got to have some kind of limit there. Yeah. Um, you'll see it all on the registration, exactly the amounts. Gotcha. We we do have some great housing on campus. I will say that mm-hmm. we really do. Yeah. Uh, hey, let me let me encourage you if you're if you're listening to this and you're maybe a local pastor or or even you attend you know you you attend a local church. This is a great opportunity. Mm-hmm 
for you. If you're a member of a local church, let your pastor know about what's going on. Let your uh, Start talking to some women around your church and uh, load up the church van. Just plan on bringing everybody. It's going to be an absolutely awesome time. Uh, just make sure you... Uh, every individual per- you don't register as a group, right? You got to register at individually. Each person. So, so you get everybody, you get all the women in your church together and say, "Hey, let's uh, let's pack up, let's head out to Camp Nathaniel for uh, and spend the night, and let's grow in our walk with Christ." Mm-hmm. But make sure each person registers individually. And if you're a pastor, this is something that you know, as, as a pastor myself, I would want our I would want the women of our church to know about because when you have something like this happening so close to home that you don't have to drive hours away yeah. for yeah. for a retreat and you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars right. to go down to Gatlinburg for a retreat as, as good as those things are you know as as fine as that yeah. is but this is something right in our backyard that we can take advantage of so. absolutely yeah awesome um Abby anything else to to add I know well you've got the speaker coming in is there any other things that y'all are breaking out and doing while we're here yes we're having a few breakout sessions which I'm super excited about these are um, sessions happening at the same time and you look over the menu of what you want to listen to mm-hmm. and choose. So um, ba- they're all based on our verse that we've chosen as our theme verse, which is from Jeremiah. Um, and it talks about things like anxiety. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about anxiety and how the gospel impacts that. Um, we have marriage and how the gospel impacts um, the view of marriage that God has for us. Um, we have one that's talking about um, suffering when we don't sense God's presence. Just all of those things that we all feel from time to time, we're going to address those and how the gospel talks to us in those times. And, and it's really cool because God, God has really brought um, women together who are going to lead these breakout sessions that, ha- that have like personal experience yes. in, in all of these areas yeah. that can, you know, they're, they're not just speaking from someone who has studied about this subject and then and then communicating this to you, they're, they're, they're speaking from experience and how the Holy Spirit has brought them, walked with them through these things. Absolutely. And, uh, and that's why we picked the topics, partly yeah. because the scripture talks about them and partly because we were thinking of people as we were planning, their names came to our mind and we said, oh, she could speak into this mm-hmm. and let's have her talk about that. So we know they'll be experts. <laughs> Fantastic. So, uh, so remind us again how to register and dates, uh, Lee. Anything else we need to be we need to be reminded of uh, at the moment? I think we've got before we get ready to close out here. I, th- I think we've got most of the who, what, when, where, why's. So right. all right, get that registration one more time. Yes, the dates are April fourteen and fifteen. That's a Friday and a Saturday. And you go online campnathaniel.org and go down to the registration on adults, women, register. Awesome. Hope to see you soon. Good deal. Guys, thanks as always for joining us in for the Voice of Camp Nathaniel. I hope you guys have had a great time listening in. I know uh, I've enjoyed it. It is a ton of fun. It is fun, uh, isn't it? It really is. (laughs) It really Um, is. Again, we're going to, I got to, I got to push it here to make sure that you're sharing with your friends, letting Mm -hmm. them know, um, Mm -hmm. especially um, right now, at least this episode here with other women, because there's, there's an event. It's coming up. That's right. Get the word out. Do us a favor. Hop on social media, push that share button, all that good stuff, and and help us make sure everybody knows about what's going on at camp. Abby, thank you so much for filling us in on everything. Guys, we'll see you in a few weeks, I guess. See you.